Hello, writers! This is a podcast about NaNoWriMo, where we get you ready for November. I'm Christina Horner. I'm Liz Leo. And this is How to Win NaNo. As a reminder, Christina and I are not actually affiliated with NaNoWriMo in any way. We've just won a lot. We are well into NaNo at yeah, this point. pretty far. Yeah. So we've got another episode suggested by a listener, ParxCat11, I hope I'm saying that right, asked us to do an episode on story themes. And that's something we haven't talked a lot about. And I think Christina was even saying like, oh, do we need to go into this? I was like, yes, I which want is, to. <laughs> which is so funny. I actually love this dynamic because normally I'm the one who's like, yes, let's talk about outlining. Yes, let's talk about planning. But for this one, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't really think about theme that much. And Liz was like, <laughs> let's do a theme episode. That's all I think about is theme. I think actually the majority of my outlining and planning tends to fall into theme. Like, I care a lot about it, and I think it's a really interesting thing to talk about because, you know, what comes first, the chicken or the egg with theme? Does a theme arise after you've written the novel, or does it, is it something that you build into it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I very rarely go into a novel thinking about the theme too much, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, for me, something that I, I kind of tease out as I'm writing. Like, I kind of feel like I go into the novel with, like, you know, a sense of who the characters are, a sense of, like, the journey I want them to go on. I kind of know, like, the beginning and the end. Um, and I'm hoping that I discover the theme along the way. And I, I, I think that, like, everything I've written has a loose theme, at mm-hmm. least. Um, but it's definitely, like, I usually don't get inspired by the idea of a theme and then write that. Christina, can you describe to me or define to me what a theme is? Um, I, I guess I've always kind of thought of the theme, not necessarily like the moral of the story, but like if you were to sum up not the plot, but like what this, what this story is like teaching you or telling you or like the meaning. Yeah. Like sort of the meaning. I like that. So the theme is like the subject of like a piece of writing. It is the topic. Yeah. So it is really interesting to me that I think one theme tends to get diverted into the idea of a moral or lesson or whatnot. Whereas in really it is an idea, like an idea that basically, well, what the dictionary on Google is telling me, it's an idea that recurs or pervades in a work of art or literature. Interesting. Yeah. So the the thing is, I'm going to argue, is that everyone's work has a theme. Everyone's work should have a theme. And it doesn't mean it needs to be a parable or a lesson or anything crazy deep. It's just what's the idea that is coming up again and again in your piece? And and like your North Dakota novel has theme... up the wazoo. I don't think you no. could say that. Is that up the wazoo? Is that yeah, a thing you could say? I you don't know what's even know funny what is means. I actually struggled because I felt like I was trying to discover the theme of mm-hmm. my North Dakota story because so much of it is rooted in nostalgia, mm-hmm. and it's it's about this idea of um, nostalgia for something that you didn't actually experience. Mm-hmm. It's like nostalgia for almost something that you didn't get to experience. Um, if theme. that makes sense. But to me, it was like I was trying to suss out like what am I saying with this novel? Like, is it no. is it like 
is it better to like move on for progress's sake or is it important to like preserve the past? And I've, I've been really struggling with like what I'm actually trying to say. Yeah. It's, I think it's something in my own life I'm trying to like figure out. And I guess it, it's actually very helpful to know that I don't necessarily no. need to have the answer to that question. Themes do not have to be pers- prescriptive. Yeah. Themes are asking the question, not necessarily answering it. It's like, what question is your book asking. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, which I think is sort of a fun thing to do, to to ask ourselves as an exercise, what is your book asking? So my novel that I worked on last nano and I'm continuing to work on this nano is based, uh, the whole thing is based on the theme of grief. Mm -hmm. Like I intentionally made a five part novel in which each part deals very specifically with one of the stages of grief. And I didn't go into it with the idea of like, well, I'm going to explain that grief is like a good thing that you have to get through or like grief sucks. And, and, you know, (laughs) like I didn't go into it with a conclusion. Mm -hmm. The theme was the question that I was asking, which is like, how do I show this thing? And it, it is pervasive. It is Every single character has dealt with a level of grief. Before people tweet at me, I know that the stages of grief are oversimplified and sort of been debunked, but it is useful and sort of a a fun structure to think about. I tend to structure my books sometimes in the way of thinking about themes, but in that case, I was asking myself the question of how did these people deal with grief together? And so you would see it and you could like read I think, hopefully, every chapter through that lens Mm -hmm. um, that I was putting there. And that was very intentional. And not everyone writes their fantasy novel with an intentional theme. But I do think, like, whether it happens before or after, regardless, in the planning stage, asking yourself, what is the question I'm looking to answer in this book? Or what is the lens of which I am, like, framing each of these characters' narratives through can be very helpful. Yeah, no, I really like that. And actually, it, it makes me feel a lot better because I feel like in my story, um, I am asking the question, like, what do you do when the feelings of nostalgia that you have for a place are very complex? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's like looking at all of these different people through like different generations, feelings of nostalgia for this one place differ from each other. But, mm-hmm. you know, they all are connected to this one place in a different way. Um, and yeah, maybe I'm, maybe I've been like digging too hard for more meaning than it needs to really have. Yeah. And it wasn't until like after, way after last year's, you know, I was actually getting a massage and I was thinking, I was like, well, what's my, like, what am I singing with this novel? And I think at, at the end of spending a lot of time thinking what I was saying, which is not the same as a theme, I think the, the answer to the question of the theme was potentially everyone goes through grief. But if you have people around you or a community, it makes it better. Mm -hmm. Or I think there is sort of another like minor theme. You can also have sub themes. Another sub theme I have in that novel is like societal or corporate corruption. Mm. So Mm -hmm. like what you do when you're on the smaller side of a or like work for a corrupt company or like notice those levels of corruption in your society and like how that can affect the grief process or whatnot. So like you you can also find sub themes in your work yeah. too. Like a theme is just an idea that 
is a reoccurrence in your work. And I think sometimes you might have been writing around a theme without noticing it. Absolutely. I was just thinking about the story that was um, published in our first 84th Street book, Mm -hmm. Boys Book Clubs and Other Bad Ideas. Like, I don't think I ever actually put this together or thought about it, but the theme of that story is sort of like, you know, when you're a teenager in high school, your problems feel like the end of the world. Mm -hmm. What happens when your problems literally could bring about the end of the Mm -hmm. world. And that's not um, something that I was aware of at any stage of the writing process or publishing process and just now realized that I can kind of wrap that up in a nice little bow. Yeah, it's awesome to think of the theme. And and I've seen this a lot in young adult writing, which I love, which is the theme of how uh, like reality versus fiction can relate to the really big feelings you have as a young person yeah or yeah like or the feeling of everything's broken and I don't have power to fix it Mm -hmm. is a really huge theme that has come across like so many of my favorite pieces of, of of fiction from when I was young and so you know you don't have to be the type of person who is like I'm gonna do a chapter on depression like that's me and and honestly like, that is pretty heavy-handed. I would say I would not write all of my books that way. The reason why I went about this is because I was thinking about grief as sort of a setting mm-hmm. for my book in a way. Like, the same way. Like, I was setting it in this town that is in the middle of nowhere in really rainy rural Washington mm-hmm. on the coast. And to me, it was I mean, a place that is beautiful, a place that is serene and like, a little bit out of the way, and then, like, putting the theme over it made it feel different. So, like, I was very intentionally, like, this is my theme, this is, like, I wrote a project management document for the stages of grief, like, as a, like, short writing assignment for myself for this project. (laughs) So I was thinking of it incredibly literally. Yeah. And I have not thought about theme incredibly literally for all of my novels, for sure. And, you know, I I would say probably most of the time, theme is the type of thing that comes, like, about midway through your writing it. You can start to realize the lenses of which I've been looking at everything through. But if it does help you, like it often does me, like, what is the lens of which I am looking at all of these characters through and it helped me in this story because I could just think about like well what is their arc well their arc is a stage of grief so yeah I it it clarified that for me I think oftentimes we we work on the project that we're currently working on because it's the story we need to tell right now um and so I think often we can not always but I think that we can often map the kind of questions that we're asking in our writing to, like, Mm -hmm. why those questions are important to us right now. Why? Um, And I think this is one of those good things to think about, like, in the shower or on a long drive. Yes. Like, really think deeper about what you're writing, what you're trying to, like, answer for yourself by writing this story. And maybe that will kind of lead you towards some of those things that end up coming through as a theme for your story without even realizing it. Because I think often I stumble upon the theme for my story, um, realizing where my writing's taking me, not so much intentionally going in trying to ask a specific question. But like you said, it's different for every project. Yeah. And like, okay, for example, I'm just thinking back on some of my old stuff where I very much did not intentionally think about themes. And I have this story where there's this young woman and she gets into this relationship with this young man, but he is in a secret society. And that secret society is 
basically going to turn him against her and uh, eventually cause a lot of danger for them in their relationship because he's trying to get in with them. When I first wrote it, it was in Victorian England and it was like a total steampunky secret society. When I wrote it a second time, I mentioned this a couple of times, I wrote it as a fraternity that he was trying to get into in their college in an Ivy League situation. In modern day, right? In modern day. And if yeah. you think about it, I never would have been able to make that leap if I didn't actually know what the theme of the novel was. Yeah. Which is the idea of, one, toxic masculinity was a huge part of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, the the theme of, like, peer pressure, of a person being completely distorted because of wanting to fit in with a group. Mm -hmm. And like, because I knew those themes, I could then transfer them into a place where all of those themes are totally also appropriate. Totally. So that's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. You like, to me, theme is incredibly important because like, that's why, like, I don't often think about plot. Sometimes I do, (laughs) but like they are interwoven so much. So where like, for example, I guess you can maybe start to get an idea of who I am by saying these things, but one of my nanos was about a girl who literally is through magic tied to a prince and has to sacrifice parts of herself to protect or boost him. And so if you can't <laughs> tell where the theme is there, it's that women sacrifice parts of themselves daily in order for powerful people or society to move on. And also, I thought it was a fun plot and I was doing this story, but like to me, those ideas were inseparable. And I knew because of that, as I wrote, I could never, I could never let go of the idea and the theme of the fact that women put a lot of themselves, their, their emotional energy, their emotional labor, all of this stuff into relationships, into Mm -hmm. society. And so I had to not just like structure everything through it, but it's like, I had to pay attention to that in everything I did and every character interaction and Not all of it was maybe conscious, but once you have that subconsciously in the back of your head, I think it improves your writing. Yeah. Yeah, that actually reminded me. So I, uh, last year, wrote a novel-length version of a story set in the same world as my um, Mm -hmm. Boys Book Club's Another Bad Idea story. And I think um, something that I think about a lot is how teenage girls are often um, kind of... I don't know, ignored or made fun of or not taken seriously. Society does not take teenage girls or any trappings of being a teenage girl seriously. Yeah. So uh, I think a big theme of that story, since it was um, they were on kind of like a summer vacation and they were not old enough to be part yeah. of like the cool magical things that like the grownups were doing. Um, but then all the grownups disappear and literally it's left to them to save the world so yet again it was like what happens when the only people left who can save the world are these like young women that are not (laughs) given the respect day to day uh and suddenly all of your trust has to be in them um so again that's again like a thing that i didn't really think about too much as i was writing it but in hindsight it was totally Mm -hmm. there the whole time i also feel like one of my favorite things about themes in general is and I'm going to be a little bit high level about this, but I'm very passionate, is that themes are the type of thing that keep us coming back to our projects and keep us coming back to writing novels. Mm-hmm. I will come back to a project because I, I I, connect with the theme. Like, for example, with that the Secret Society book, I would probably completely rewrite it again, but I would continue to keep those themes because they're things that I connect with. For example, one of my all-time favorite books ever, which I've brought up many times, a series of unfortunate events. 
And I legitimately want to write an essay about some of the themes taught in that book and mm -hmm. how they have, they were useful to me when I was 13 and they're useful to me now, which is like, you could be telling people, this is the truth. Look, the truth is right here. I have evidence and people will not believe you because it doesn't benefit them yeah. to believe you. And like, I did not pick up on that at all. Oh, yeah. As a kid, but that was just like theme of those funny books. things happening. Yeah. And, you know, why doesn't anyone listen to the kids? But you don't think about it on that deeper level. Yeah. But, yeah, especially watching, like, the Netflix version. Mm -hmm. uh, more recently, as an adult, a lot of those things ring true in a yeah. whole new way. I don't think you read books for the plot all the time. Yeah. Like, you... And they're, all books have plot. And I think, in a way, all stories have theme. And maybe it is something that comes subconsciously from putting a bit of the way you see the world in your work. Well, I think what's awesome about theme is that it is subjective. And I yeah. think different people can get different things out of books depending oh, on yeah. what where they're at in their life and what they needed out of that book. Like, I feel like, I mean, Harry Potter is a great example. Like, so many people identify with Harry Potter being, like, their book when they were mm -hmm. younger. And I feel like people probably all were drawn to the, that series for, like, a multitude of different reasons, um, mm -hmm. which are all valid, you know? Yeah, and and I think works with multiple themes and multiple sub-themes will be relevant at different parts of your life, much mm -hmm. like how there are themes in Harry Potter like homecoming or a second found family. And also note here, do not agree with J.K. Rowling, but no. I have a complicated... <laughs> Um, history with enjoying Harry Potter as a book yes. in a community. But yes, um, like there's so many books that as I come back to it, I find a new theme that I can connect with. Yes, someone's, sometimes I think people, maybe this is what you were thinking about at the beginning of the episode, that theme is that thing that your English teacher ask you what's the theme of this thing and everyone's like i don't know uh, what are we talking care. about <laughs> it's at lunchtime this doesn't mean anything to me and so i do think like one of the fun ways to think about it is like what does this thing mean to me yeah what what are the ideas that circulate within it and i also think theme can help particularly when you're reading not just novels and fiction but real life. Like when you're reading a news article or a like a bio of someone that comes out and it's like, oh, this person who is a billionaire has just done this thing. And like, let's read an expose about them. Like understanding the prevailing ideas and lens of which the person who is writing is is writing something can help you interpret so many things in your life. And yeah. so like look at the theme of, of the information that people are giving you and uh, pay attention to it. I also feel like when I'm recommending a book to someone mm. that I read, mm -hmm. I'm often trying to convince them to read it because I think that a theme is going to resonate with yeah, them. Yeah, that's a you good know point. more so than like here's the plot of this book. It's like I don't want to spoil the plot for them, but I think letting them know what the theme is is going to help them understand why this is a good use of their time to pick mm. up this book and like why it's going to resonate. Yeah, because for example, if I were to explain to someone the plot of House of Leaves, it's ridiculous <laughs> like it's like oh and there's a, and there's a book within a book and then there's a house and but like the theme is how like relationships can result in like intense loneliness budding from that relationship and the like abject horror of uh like humanity and and relating to other people and it's like yeah i'm not like to me 
I'm going to recommend a, that book to someone who would enjoy that theme, not the plot. If you ever tried to recommend me a book with that description, I would definitely <laughs> not read it. Fantastic book. <laughs> anyway, it's terrifying. <laughs> Probably don't read House of Leaves, everyone. Hey, everyone. It's Editor Liz here popping in with some reminders. You might have already heard the exciting news that we have merch for sale now. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, totes, mugs, all in a variety of designs and colors. I just broke one of my own mugs this morning, so I'm going to have to order one for myself now. You can check out what we have in stock at bit.ly slash merch. If you're a patron, you should have received a discount code for our merch store via a private Patreon post. And now our patrons can also connect their accounts to our Discord and receive a purple roll color, which is a badge of honor that signifies how cool you are for supporting us. Speaking of our Discord, it just keeps growing and continues to be my favorite place to chat about writing and do sprints. Do not miss out on this incredible community that somehow just keeps getting more and more awesome. Not sure how, but it's happening. Head to Twitter and follow the link in the pinned post to join. Now back to the show. Yet again, we probably all should have been writing instead yeah. of listening to a podcast, but we thank you very much for lending us your ears yes. for, you know, an, an amount of time while we talked about theme. Um, you should tweet at us and let us know if you are aware of a theme in your yeah. writing and whether or not you went in knowing that or if you, you know, took a moment to think about it after listening to this episode on Twitter. We are at How to Win Nano. Yeah, and for fun, you're welcome, since you're pretty far into this, to tweet at us what you think the theme of your current novel is. Yeah, that and would be great. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Also, you can email us at howtowinnano at gmail.com. You can send Christina your life story. And you also, please, please, please send us um, questions or episode ideas. We love seeing them, and we rely on them to help build out our next season. Yeah, we want to make sure that we're... You know, recording the episodes that you guys want to hear and that are going to help you. So yeah. please let us know what would be interesting for us to talk about. You can also check out our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash nano. We will be sharing some snippets of what we wrote this year. And there's always some extra fun surprises that go down over on the Patreon. Thank you guys again. I hope yeah. everyone's November is going well. I hope you're still going Oh, and um, we always forget to say this, but please follow or subscribe our podcast and leave a rating. Oh, Always forget that's a thing yes. that we should tell people to do. Yes. We have, last time I checked, five stars, like <gasps> solidly. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. We love reading all the nice things that you guys have to say. And yes. if you haven't taken a moment to leave a, a review, we would really appreciate it. Thank you. And we hope writing's going well. Yeah. Until next time. Keep, keep writing. Hey everyone, it's... Whoa. <laughs> I guess... I don't know if you can hear this echo, but it is wild. Ooh. Ghost.